welcome to Theatre Club Podcast. We bring you theatre reviews, theatre news and theatre-themed booze. Welcome back to another episode of Theatre Club Podcast. We have been on a little bit of a hiatus. We haven't recorded an episode for a while, but of course, due to COVID, theatre has really slowed down, although things are starting to come back, as we're going to talk about in this episode. So you are joined by me, Oscar, and my sister Alice should be with me. Yes, I'm receiving you loud and clear. There you are. We still have not seen each other in person after all this time. It's been months now, Oscar. It's absolutely crazy. But you've been having more interesting times than I have. You've just been away. Yeah, I've been away. I've also been really busy with work and I've also been selling my house. So that's all very, very exciting for you. Yeah. And also, the other reason why we haven't been able to record it is because I haven't had any internet. And my internet went off uh when they tried to upgrade me to broadband on the 17th of July and when I left for my trip to Ibiza it had still not been fixed and that was on the 24th of August. That's terrible you're going to name and shame that internet provider? Well the thing is I chose this I feel like a fool because I chose Origin Broadband because they're an ethical you know re-sustainable or so they say. Or so they say and I really wish that I hadn't gone with them because that it was I've had two engineers to the house. Anyway, finally it's been fixed. So I was just looking at obviously theatres is slowly returning and we'll talk about some things that are going to be coming back um, to theatres in London with various social distancing rules. But also some movies have started filming again and I just saw in the news at Little Mermaid, the live action Disney Little Mermaid is filming again, which is quite exciting. <gasps> They have to be in a bubble. So the whole cast and crew kind of, they obviously all live, stay somewhere near the studio and they can only go to the studio and can't go out into the wider, wider world. But yes, shooting has recommenced on The Little Mermaid. So I think that's still on track for release summer next year. And who's going to be in that? So it's been directed by Rob Marshall, of course, who did um, Mary Poppins Returns and Chicago. Chicago. Um, and it's starring... Is that Hallie? H-A-L-L-E. Yes. I don't know how you pronounce her name. So it's Hallie Bailey, which is interesting because obviously it's very like Hallie Berry, but Hallie Bailey is starring and she, I don't really know her, but just giving a quick Google, her and her sister used to do covers on YouTube and did a lot of Beyonce songs and they did really well and Beyonce saw them and then had them opening for her on her tour. So they're kind of, uh, her and her sister are a music group basically mm. so i don't know if she's done a lot of acting before but she's playing ariel melissa mccarthy is playing ursula who's melissa mccarthy oh as in the huge famous from actress, bridesmaids from- yeah yeah, okay. yeah so she's gonna play ursula which will be really funny javier bardem is playing king triton and then who else have they got they got jacob tremblay from room did you see room no. he was the little boy in that he's playing flounder david diggs who was in the original cast of hamilton is going to be sebastian and then for scuttle who i don't really remember scuttle but i think scuttle's the seagull that is sort of ariel's friend when she gets on the land and instead of a, a male voice that's going to be aquafina who um was in crazy rich asians she was kind of the wild friend that she had when she went back home. Oh, I'm so excited about this. When's it coming out? Uh, it's going to be July, I think, 2021. Alan Menken has obviously done the music, but he's worked with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who has recorded, I think, some additional songs. So some of the other characters like King Triton's going to get a song, Prince Eric's going to get a song, and Lin-Manuel Miranda has written those. So that's kind of cool. 
That's going to be amazing. Other movies we've got coming are Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which has already been wrapped. At, it was supposed to be released, I think, this summer, um, but that's been pushed to January 2021. Um, and that's got Richard E. Grant's going to be in it and Sharon Horgan, I believe. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then In the Heights, uh, which was also supposed to be released this summer, that's been pushed even further back. That's not going to be till June 2021. What else is coming? There's some Netflix are doing some kind of musical movies. So there was a musical on Broadway last year called The prom which is about a young girl who wanted to go to the prom with another girl she's lesbian and i think she lives in a small town where they're not supportive of it i don't really know but it was a kind of a hit on broadway and they're gonna do i think james corden might be involved with that one and nicole kidman actually that was it yeah it was um you know quite I'm, a good cast i'm kind of a little bit over james corden i think we all are he's mm. quite annoying mm. but yeah other than him it is Nicole Kidman, Andrew Rannells, Meryl Streep, Ryan Murphy is involved, who is sort of the king of TV. He does Glee, American Horror Story, Hollywood, The Politician, oh, I love Feud. The Politician. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. Is it worth watching? Oh my God, it's brilliant. I just... I... Bette Midler's in it, Oscar. Okay, yeah, that... That does sound appealing. But Ryan Murphy's just so hit and miss. He's either great or he just veers wildly off the rails. Oh no, I really enjoyed The Politician and Gwyneth Paltrow is really funny in it and it moves okay. along really quickly and I was really invested in it and it's shot well and it's, all the clothes are cool in it and I really enjoyed all of it. Okay, I mean, you had me at Bette Midler, so okay. I will watch that. Um, the other Netflix one is Tick, Tick, Boom, which Lin-Manuel Miranda again, he's involved in this one. And Tick, Tick, Boom was a musical by Jonathan Larson who wrote Rent. Um, and famously, he died on the first preview, the night of the first preview of Rent. Oh. So Tick, Tick, Boom was one of his earlier shows. And Lin-Manuel Miranda is involved. I think he's going to direct it, actually. And that's going to be a Netflix film starring Andrew Garfield. Oh, let, um, keep, keep me informed on these. Oh, absolutely. And then Dear Evan Hansen, we just had casting news this week that Amy Adams is going to be in it. I think he's playing, she is playing, sorry, the mum. It's either... Evan's mum or the other character. I mean, I've still not seen it. Madeline's the only one from our group that's actually seen Dear Evan Hansen. But yeah, Amy Adams is going to be in that and the original star Ben Platt. Hmm, I haven't seen it, but I would like to watch the stage show before I see... The film. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you know what film I, I still haven't seen, Oscar? Which? Mulan. Mulan? Mulan. 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 I haven't seen Mulan, the cartoon. What, the original one? Yeah. No, do you know what? I hadn't seen it until recently. It was not one of the ones that we grew up kind of watching. That was slightly, I think by the time that came out, we were probably like a bit too old. Oh, is that why? And then never kind of went back and rewatched it. But I watched it recently. Mulan's good. Um, I think it's, who did the music for Mulan? It's got quite good music. Is it Stephen Schwartz? Or there's some sort, it was either Stephen Schwartz or he was going to, no. That's the story. Stephen Schwartz was going to do the music. Stephen Schwartz did music for Pocahontas, and then he was supposed to be moving on to doing Mulan. And then there was some sort of falling out, and he ended up going and doing The Prince of Egypt instead, which was kind of like, you know, betrayal of Disney, going to work for DreamWorks Animation. Um, and so instead, Mulan ended up being done by Matthew Wilder and David Zippel. David Zippel, you probably know from uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that we went to see. Mm. But yes, it was going to be Stephen Schwartz. There's some kind of backstory. I'm going to have to like do another deep Wikipedia dive into that because I remember there was there was a falling out and he had written music for it and blah, blah, blah. But yes, Mulan, there's a live action version again that was supposed to be coming out this summer, but they have taken all the music out. Yes, I read about this and I thought, oh, that's a real shame. But it's being, it's being directed by Nikki Caro. And it says on Wikipedia... 
that the production budget is 200 million and it is the most expensive film ever made by a female director, which I just thought... Oh, interesting. It is interesting, but it's an odd thing to... I don't know, it's kind of just an odd fact. You know, you just kind of like, well... Well, I guess it's women are still so underrepresented in the film industry, especially when it comes to mainstream blockbustery films. Women either get to helm kind of, you know, Nancy Myers or Nora Ephron kind of romantic comedies. So I guess mm. it's significant that of these huge, massive $100 million movies, they rarely get given to women to do so. The reason I was looking up Mulan is that um, I saw... Christina Aguilera released a new music. Um, you know, she sung the song for the cartoon. Oh, yes, over the credits of the original, yes. And that was one of her first ever recording gigs, I think. Was it? Yeah, that was before her debut album came out. So that was when she was, she had, that was kind of the first thing she got signed to do. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought she was already famous when she did it. No, she was really young. So it was before her album. What's it called? Who is that girl I Reflection. see? Reflection. Well, Christina Aguilera has re-recorded the song and it sounds exactly the same, you know, when you kind of think, what was the point in that? (laughs) Like, in a way, she hasn't really done anything new and her voice was so good the first time and now it's a little bit deeper because obviously she's got older. It's still got the range, but it's the tone of it's different. Um, But also the music video that she's done, it's just her in a sort of black and, like, it's very moody lighting and she's sort of just sat in a big puffy dress but oh, she's had a lot of work done. Her face, her face looks so different. Uh, well, that's Hollywood, baby. Mm. Anyway, it's it's a good song. I still really enjoyed yes. the song. In the film version, the original voice was Leah Salonga did Mulan's singing voice in the film. And she Leah was, Salonga from um, um. Oh my god! Why have our minds both gone blank? Miss I got. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure what's happening with Mulan because I think they were going to put it on Disney Plus. That's right. They are putting it on Disney Plus and they've, and it says, I was reading about this and, and if you subscribe, that doesn't mean you get to watch the film for free. They're sort of saying... Yes, you have to rent it. Yeah. Yeah, because, oh, I mean, look, $200 million budget we've just talked about. I guess they've got to get that back. They can't just put it on a streaming platform. No, they need so to apparently it's, it. But apparently it's quite expensive. It's like 20... I remember the American article I read said $29 or something to rent it. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's my kind of movie roundup. There are lots of fun films starting up again with production. So hopefully by next year, we'll be back in the cinemas watching some cool movie musicals. Well, I wanted to tell you something. A channel called the Theatre Cafe Theatre Channel, and it's launching in October. So we've got a little while yet. So I might talk about it again nearer the time when I have a bit more information. But in brief... It's um, Adam Blanchet Productions and the Theatre Cafe are putting together a musical theatre-based web series and it's going to bring talent from on and off stage and will showcase well-known musical theatre classics performed by some of the industry's most beloved performers, such as Carrie Hope Fletcher, Jenna Russell, Matt Hendry, Lucy Jones, Oliver Orms... Oliver Ormson, I can never say that name properly, and it's going to be 10 episodes. Each episode will be around 30 minutes and we'll have a mixture of songs in it. And those songs will be filmed um, in the theatre cafe. And each scene will use every space and bar setting and the downstairs. And it'll it'll kind of, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a sort of site specific type of showcase. 
Oh, I mean, I've never been to Theatre Cafe. It's annoying. I never went when it was open. It's on Shaftesbury Avenue, isn't it? Um, and I always see people we follow on Instagram going there and stuff. And I've just, I just never got around to going before this whole COVID disaster. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited. So when I've got some more um, information on, on what date the first episode will be and how much the channel will be to subscribe to and how it's all going to work, I will let's talk about it again on a, on another episode nearer to the time. Yeah, definitely. That sounds like something I would I would be, you know, keen to do and keen to support Theatre Cafe because obviously in the heart of London Theatre Land and, and I just want that to sounds see, like a cool thing. I just want to see how Jenna is. I just want to see her. Oh, face. I know. We should have been seeing her twice this year. She was doing PF and then she was going to be in Hello Dolly. We had our whole 2020 all packed full of Jenna Russell and then it all went so horribly wrong. Mm, it's a real bloody shame. So the other channel that you will no longer have to pay to subscribe or watch is Sky Arts, which obviously was always part of um, a Sky package or Virgin or whatever. It's now coming to Freeview on the 17th of September. So it will be available, I think they said on Channel 11 for all UK viewers who have um, Freeview. So that's quite exciting because they do have some good stuff on there. I know Matthew Bourne is affiliated with them and does a lot of work with them. And so that's going to be a channel that everybody can enjoy they're going to air the eno's drive-through performance of lab om that they did at alexandra palace that we talked about lab- oh yes the drive-through yes yes exactly so i don't know um i don't know when that is but that's going to be one of their things they're doing um they've got a new series of urban myths starring steve pembleton robbie coltrane cara toynton uh, and Catherine ryan and it'll shed light on some of the most iconic artists of the last century including Jimi hendrix uh, Joan Rivers and Barbara Streisand. So I love Catherine kind of, Ryan. I feel like she's she's got to be involved in the Joan Rivers one, right? Because that's kind of one of her big inspirations, isn't it, Joan Rivers? Are you listening to Catherine Ryan's podcast, telling everybody everything? No, I'm not, but I've heard someone else talk about this. It's really, really funny. Um, yeah, so lots of other things. Uh, Ballet Boys, who I love, their double bill, Them Us, which I saw last year, which was really good. Um, that is going to be... Um, on again I don't have an air date yet but when that channel launches on the 17th of September I'm sure they'll really sort that information and we'll we'll talk about it again yeah. because that's one that I would definitely recommend and Matthew Bourne's Swan Lake is also going to be shown on Sky Arts as well yeah let's talk about it again when we've got um when we've got more information on what dates yes and when we've got some dates on actual content but that's kind of an exciting new thing so retune your free set boxes everybody on the 17th <laughs> of September we should also mention, um, I was reading in the news, uh, the fund that's been set up by Sam Mendes, which has now raised £3.5 million to help support out-of-work theatre professionals. And you get basically you apply for it and you get a one-off grant of £1,000. Okay. Just, I just think it's so, um, it's so needed and also it's just really nice to see all these people that are putting money into the pot for what is a really dire situation now yes you know well, yeah, the show that we thought was going to reopen in october november this year is being pushed to next year it's just getting worse and worse yeah it really is so yeah it's great that the community is trying to support each other it's a shame that the government's kind of package although they did you know announce a package of quite a large amount but it wasn't other countries have i think still done more for their arts industries which i think is pretty bad considering that we're kind of like to think of ourselves as a leading Mm. 
a leading light within the industry. I mean, London's West End is kind of unparalleled, mm. you know, even compared to Broadway, which I know is huge. But in terms of accessibility of theatre and variety of theatre, I actually think London has a much larger, diverse theatre world. And people have come from all over the world to come to the West End. I know there's lots of industries that need help. But mm-hmm. I do think that our arts industry is something like totally unique to us. And I don't know, they should be doing a bit more, I think. But it's great that people within the industry who are who have done very well for themselves, like Sam Mendes, are kind of giving back and helping support that industry. And Yeah, I yeah, do. that's great. But conversely, Southwark Playhouse, which is one of our favourite theatres, of course, that we always talk about, they've got some shows coming back. They've got the last five years, which I actually had tickets for just the week of uh, lockdown. I was supposed to go and see it. That's going to come back and they're doing socially distanced seating. What they're doing is they're putting screens up. If you look on their website, if you go to book tickets for the last five years, they've got a good kind of um, a graphic. Like they've drawn a thing that shows you what it's going to look like, but you're sort of sitting almost in like work petition cubicles. So the person next to you, you can't see them. They're on the other side of a petition. And then they've sort of, it looks like they've taken a row out of each. So the row behind you is quite far back. So that's a socially distanced production. And of course that show, the last five years, only has two actors in the lead. So... They're, they're managing to put that back on, which is something that I would... It had really good reviews, this production. And so that's going to be running from the 1st to the 31st of October. And tickets are selling really fast because obviously capacity is much lower because I think there's only two rows of seating. So if you want to see that, I would get booking. Um, tickets are £27.50, I think, which is great, as always, at Southern Playhouse. Um, But if you don't want to go back into the theatre, they are also doing an online musical, which is being streamed on the 25th and 26th of September. There's three performances across those two days. It's called Before After, and it has music and lyrics by Stuart Matthew Price and book and additional lyrics by Timothy Knappman. And it follows couple Amy and Ben, who remember their lives together very differently, Sounds very similar, actually, to the last five years, but a kind of a new take on, yeah, a couple looking back on their relationship. But the exciting thing is the cast for this show because it stars Rosalie Craig and Hadley Fraser. Uh, Rosalie Craig, we've seen in various things, but she played Bobby and Company and she was just incredible. And she was also recently in City of Angels with Hadley Fraser, who played the lead in that. And they are a real life couple. Oh. <gasps> Oh, I do want to, I do like Rosalind Craig. I'd love to see this. Yeah, sounds really good. So you have to book tickets. I think they're £10 to watch the stream. So yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Um, I like both of them. Yes. Oh, Oscar, we should talk about Jesus Christ Superstar because that's like the big thing that's been back and open. Oh, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Well, what's happening is they're doing socially distant performances. They have not sold the first two rows. This is at Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm -hmm. And you can sit in the auditorium. The prices are £25, £45 or £65. Or you can sit on the grass banks, which are either side of the stage, and they are £25. Or you can sit, this is a new thing they're doing. So on selected performances, you can sit outside the auditorium and watch a live relay via video screen for £20. But I just thought, why would you want to do that when you could sit inside in a seat for 25 Well, having had a look at the map myself, because the auditorium is so small, it's basically at £65 a seat. On the very edge, the last kind of two are 45 but there's only 
one, two, like three available. Oh. And then I can't see any that are price band C. So there's, that must be the side banks you mentioned can only take one, two, four people. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, right. so really, you're looking at £65. Yeah, it's on until... It's on until the 27th of September, which is later than they usually stay open, obviously, because they've had to push. Their summer season was obviously totally cancelled. So, I mean, weather's going to be slightly more of an issue as well once you get towards the end of September. Also, we should mention that this is a concert version, so it's not going to be the full staging. The fully staged. Mm -hmm. But it does have some of the original people coming back, um, such as Tyrone Huntley, I believe, is back, who played Judas to much acclaim first time around so that's exciting uh so they will be doing temperature screenings and you have to wear a mask yeah will they um and it's paperless and yeah there's a there's a lot on their website about the the strict um protocols they've got in place which is good i don't think i love jesus christ superstar enough personally to be to be going to that one but for those that do no it's all right it's just it ain't my thing no, sir. Well, it's been lovely to speak to you, um, as always, and been nice to catch up and kind of what theatre stuff is slowly trickling back into actual theatres and what's coming up online. Let's not leave it as long now. Let's do. Yes. We'll do another podcast next week. You can tell me all about your birthday. Okay. Yeah, we'll just talk a load of crap. Yeah. Better than not. If anyone is still listening, if you're still with us and you're following <laughs> us on Instagram, just uh, yeah, let us know if there's anything you think we should be aware of or anything that's coming up. Thanks again for listening. Why not leave a review? If you're bored and want something to do, leave a review on iTunes or, you know, tell your friends about this podcast. Just tap, tap, tap away. Yeah. yeah. So until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.